Okay, yeah, we're on. Welcome back to Extra Time 90 Plus 3 Zanir here, and today on the board, Manchester United and the January transfer market. Cue the music. We finally got music. It's a, it's a different feeling almost. But today we'll have a shorter session. Uh, this wasn't scheduled or anything, but after yesterday's game against Everton, I thought, let's let's talk about Manchester United. Manchester United are currently into the Carabao Cup semi-finals and will face Manchester City. Spurs beat Stoke City yesterday and will face Brentford in the semi-finals. Some may say Spurs got the easier opponent, but I really do think it won't be smooth sailing for Mourinho and his men. Never mind that, we are here for Manchester United. So, you know, I was wondering that two or three weeks ago, every United fan were frustrated, along with myself, uh, that the team got kicked out of the Champions League and weren't really well-placed in the table. And you had the hashtag Ole out, Pogba out. And their waveform was good, though, but it was the conceding first, which also became annoying and, um, you know, not being able to keep clean sheets. Um, and then And then you see the game against Leeds. And it's it's a completely different team. Like, 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 what is going on here? Are these our players? Like, what is happening? How can so much change in such, such a short period of time? Uh, but when they came against Leeds, you could see straight up they were attacking all the early goals. And uh, they won 6-2. And then coming into this game against the Toffees, uh, seeing the lineup had nine changes. I wasn't too optimistic. I thought it would be a decent game. Um... But then again, the team looks solid on the pitch uh, and it just shows the amount of depth the team has. And they put a solid performance, um, especially in the first 20 minutes. It was all entertainment and it was absolutely insane. And, and that's how they should really start every game. It's, it's to keep pressing, keep pressing, keep pressing. Um, it was a shame that they didn't get a goal though earlier. There were so many chances. Um, it, was so, it was so nice to see uh, Eric Bailly back. And I know a couple of days ago, I said United should let him go. But if he can keep this fitness up, this guy could really be a strong contender to um, to to fix maybe some of the defensive issues. Uh, he was really strong. He was fastest. He was composed. Uh, he had a good attitude. And, and it was a good partner to Maguire. Uh, even to Anzebe, uh, I think at the back, right back, I think he played. Yeah, he played right back yesterday. Uh, it didn't make sense to me at the start. It's just because I know he's a, he's a center off. Um, but then when he played at right back yesterday, I think he was absolutely solid. Um, there were a couple of reasons why. Um, he made runs up too, but was solid defensively. Uh, and 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 to see Matic, uh, you know, coming back into the left back position when Alex Telles would move up front or would would, would come into um in that centre back spot. Uh, if Maguire would would shift towards that left side. Um, or move out wide just showed that some of the tactics those defensive tactics were changing and it was good it was a, it's a good thing to see you know um, just so that we 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 can see that you know defensively that Manchester United really want to keep that clean sheet and and to see Matic coming there showing some good awareness knowing that Teles is going up front or Maguire is going out to the wide or Eric Bai is going at the back coming back would make two things easier one they're defensive. They're, they're they're defensively sound, and the second thing is, that's an extra man to pass at the back. A little safe, maybe try pushing players out. 
So, so that's good. It was good to watch. Um, what was really great to see was uh, Donny, Pogba and Bruno playing in the same team on the same lineup. Uh, I just thought they worked so well on the pitch. Uh, there were a lot of cheeky passes, a lot of creative moves. It was great as a fan to watch and even as a spectator. There was so much going on to the, on that pitch. It was, it, was, it was almost like a treat. It was Christmas came early. <laughs> uh, Cavani shot, I believe it was in the 86th minute with his weaker foot. I think it was his left foot. Yeah, it was his left foot. was wow. Absolutely perfect. Uh, and that's the United, that's the United team. Uh, they have so many match winners in their team. And that's why I don't think Ole was worried as much, just because he had Martial and Rashi on the bench. And he knew that they could surely get a goal as soon as they would come on. And and it's a good thing that Martial also got a goal towards the end. Uh because he could help with his confidence. Um uh, Everton never really seemed to settle in as much. And there was a lot of poor decision-making in the final tour that actually helped United, maybe with their um, confidence. Uh, but yeah, there were a lot of poor decision-making in the final third. Poor passing, just, just over-hitting the ball, just not picking out the right players. You had two players on the left and right. Left, I believe this was when Dominic Calvert-Lewin was making a run-through. They were, yeah, they were making a run-through. He had Bernard on his left and he had um, Iwobi running on his right. Um, and he just overhit that pass to Evobi when Bernard was an easier option. So there were a lot of times they were making these poor, poor choices. And uh, I think after the first half, or maybe towards maybe the 60th, 66th, maybe 70th minute, um, Ancelotti was probably looking for penalties. Uh, but I don't think Ole was worried as much just because of the quality out on the bench. And it shows the kind of depth that uh, United have that Everton don't seem to have. Uh, however, with the with the recent success, um, United will need to win against Leicester City uh, on Boxing Day uh, to really solidify their stance in the league. If they beat Leicester, they go second, two points off Liverpool. And um, the thing with Manchester United and and the 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 position they are in right now, they're on very thin ice. And if they lose the game, if they lose a game, especially if they lose the game against Leicester, you'll see posts again like Olea, what are these tactics, etc. So again, they're all on very thin ice. So they will need to win. They will need to win a few more games also um, to show their consistency as well. And and the fact that they have so many players that can win games, uh, you know, even at the 75th, 80th minute, um, I don't think United would be if if the score is nil nil, I don't think United would be under a lot of pressure just because of the quality that they can perform and they can bring out. Um, now looking at the looking at the transfer market, Amat Traore has gotten his Italian passport and will arrive in Manchester in January, uh, but not sure if he will will really fit in the squad like right away. Um, I don't think he will be in first team action for a while, uh, and probably will be with maybe the under twenty threes. Um, but I do believe Pellistri um, will be coming onto the first team, hopefully, and we'll get to see him play. He's got good pace on him, especially, as I said a couple of days ago, I believe, that if Dan James is leaving on loan, if he does, Pellistri is the perfect option to put into his place. Um, I just don't think United in the January transfer market will go for anyone. Uh, as I said, they have a good, they have good depth, um, a strong lineup, unless uh, they can get maybe good deals on players um, like if you say if they get the right players for the right price like Jaden Sancho or Upamecano uh, I don't see them going for any players really they don't have 
much to improve on. So I guess like if there is, if they can get a good price on Sancho or good price on Upamecano, I believe his um. He has a release clause on his contract that will be triggered in uh, the summer of 40 mil. So I don't know how RB Leipzig will will play around with that. Uh, but I don't see them going for any other players. Maybe David Alaba. I'm not sure as of yet. Uh, but if David Alaba is a target, I would think would be a great signing. 28 years of age, but he's got a lot of experience, can play centre-back, right-back, and can can even come in the midfield. So he's a versatile player and I think would would benefit that United squad. Uh, United have got great players uh, with great character in their midfield and their attack. They're absolutely solid up there. Uh, their defense may need some work. It's not the best in the league. Uh, but they have players um, that can really step up. And even though Maguire may have made a mistake with a pass yesterday, other than that, he was absolutely solid. And I do think because of that hefty price... There is a lot of pressure on him. He does get a lot of stick. But I think he's a solid, solid centre-back and is a presence in that defence. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Uh, that's the end of this short he- uh, episode. Uh, hope all of you have enjoyed. We'll be back in a few days for the transfer news and any other news that have come by. Um, thank you and uh, this is full time.